Welcome to the fittest podcast in Oakland, where your favorite coaches talk everything to help make you a better person inside and outside the gym. Fittest podcast in Oakland. This week's episode, we're talking sugar. The pros, the cons, the this, the that. We're even throwing down challenges because we want to make you better in September. So let's check out September's lifestyle focus of sugar and how you can use it and how you should definitely avoid it at times. So sit back, listen up, and let's learn about sugar. start robin broke the silence first <laughs> that's how we start i played the awkward game of who speaks first robin lost, I lost. once again or i won what a surprise <laughs> i know I what can't. a surprise I robin couldn't quiet. say silent for more than 10 seconds i don't even think you made Three it to, seconds. yeah uh, we will say no no words on that well you don't want dead air in radio right isn't that like a rule I don't know. Mm. Don't they say in negotiations, he who he or she who speaks first loses? Sure. Yes. <laughs> you have two ears and one mouth. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, boy. We are going down a rabbit hole of discussion. Yeah. Discussion. What are we discussing? Spe- speaking of rabbit holes of discussion. Yeah, let's do it. The September lifestyle focus is a rabbit hole. Yes. It's a good one. <laughs> it's a good one, though. But first. But first. What is Robin going to consistently do from what she consistently learned in August? That's so mean. As Ben knows, <laughs> I cannot remember what I said I was going to be consistent about. And speaking of listening, um, anyway, I'm sure I did a really good job. And it was very consistent at whatever I said I was going to do. Because I've actually had a really good month, training-wise. So to every client... <laughs> I want you to go to Robin and just tell her, are you consistently listening <laughs> for the next month? And you will get all the kudos from Ben. And remembering. Hey, no, brain. don't even remember. Don't even just say, are you consistently listening? Consistently I, I think listening. that okay. that's our challenge to Robin in September. Damn. Consistent listening. <laughs> so you can remember what I said like three weeks ago on a podcast. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, because you're really going to hate me because I remember what I said. I know. Well, you're better than I am. Well, so. mine was easier. It was I needed to train every day, Monday through Friday. Yeah. How's it going? I did it. Yay. It's been ugly. And I would say some days were decent. Some days were like, what did he do today that looked like training? Yesterday was one of those days of where you'd really ponder what that looked like. But I was definitely sweating out of breath, even though I only had 30 minutes. So... Sometimes that's it. So when you are playing this consistency game, that's the key. Um, And sometimes, yes, less is more. Or as I tell my consistently late folks, I'm glad that you're here rather than not. Yeah. But But, but how much better would you be if? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, We had a funny conversation about that last night. So be consistent. 
Yeah. So like all these challenges, just because <laughs> August is over, doesn't mean you should stop being consistent. Hopefully it's a new habit that's going to, what about you? Is that a new habit? You're going to keep training Monday through Friday pretty consistently? I have to. Yeah. So that's the only way to make it work. It's not pretty and it's not the intensity levels that I would like. Um, like today is going to be a crapshoot again, but we're going to make it work. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't love it, but that's the well, way it goes. As a new parent, I think that's very impressive. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you have a really good excuse. No, no. Although I heard your baby sleeps and I'm, I'm kind of mad about it. Well, all babies sleep, Robin. It's just how they sleep and your when they sleep. Perfect. <laughs> so frustrating. No, <laughs> you just have negative memories. And based on how little you remember from three weeks ago, <laughs> I really question what you remember from 23 years ago. Sleep deprivation is torture, man. It literally is torture. It's not something you forget. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and I'm just happy that your baby lets you sleep. That's very nice of him. <laughs> okay. By the way, your baby looks like your face on a baby body, and it's the funniest thing. Little baby Ben. That's really awkward yeah. and uncomfortable to think about now. Because <laughs> now I'm thinking of like all those weird photoshops. Yeah. <laughs> like an adult man, like like a beard. Yes. What's the baby on uh, Family Guy? Stewie. Stewie. Yeah, yeah they got a Stewie. <laughs> It's so funny if your baby says, hey, hey, dad. <laughs> and now you see where Robin's brain has gone on sugar. Oh, what a great segue. Yep. See, 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 see what happens here. I think I need some sugar. That would be great. No, no, I'm going to counter that. <laughs> um, so we are talking sugar in September. Yes. And, and contrary to what some clients have said, that doesn't mean we challenge you to eat as much sugar as you can. It's just, let's talk about sugar. And we're basically going to just hit pros and cons and keep it pretty simple. And yeah. then a surprise announcement at the end. Oh boy. <laughs> um, so first and foremost, when you actually look at the chemical structure of sugar, it's in your body. You use it for fuel every live long day. You need it. You need it. Um, and what's funny is when people go, no, no, no. And I'm like, well, it's still going to break down to this. Yeah. Every, most, <laughs> a lot, most everything. Yeah. In so a certain macro, it, it will all break down to glucose. Exactly. Those yeah. glucose, fructose, lactose, sucrose. So many. Yeah. All the sugars. Um, so by that nature, it's just like movements. No movement in particular is bad if you are properly prepared for it. So if your body is ready for it or needs it, it's good for you. If your body is not ready for it or doesn't need it, it's going to be harmful for you. Mm. So that's the way we have to look and feel about sugar. In the same way, if you drink too much water, I know this might seem impossible for most people, you can die. You can literally die. So... That's the kind of key when we start talking, how do I work with sugar or around sugar or don't do sugar and all of that? The problem for most people is they're unaware of what sugar comes in and how they are consuming it and what levels. So that's the bigger thing. Do you want to talk about labels, Robin? Yeah, I mean... I think if we're focusing on sugar, that's one of the biggest sneakies besides maybe salt. 
um, the biggest sneakies in your processed foods. And we're going to be talking about processed versus non-processed. So yeah, anything that has a label is most likely processed. So look, see what the grams of sugar are in there because you might be surprised. But the, you know, the biggest culprit, um, well, it used to be considered super healthy is yogurt. And that to me, it's always been very frustrating is people going, I eat yogurt cause it's healthy. And that you look at their little tiny yo play and it's got, I don't know, 25, 30 grams of sugar. And if you think about sugar, I like visualizing things, but isn't it, I think it's six grams of sugar is like a rounded teaspoon, right? I believe that's the, the conversion. So 30 grams in one of those little yo play, that's basically five teaspoons of sugar that you're eating and calling it healthy. So it's just about, it's not saying don't eat the yo play. I'm just saying have the knowledge of what it is. And you can read that on the label. Um, ketchup, barbecue sauce, salad dressings. A lot of that stuff has sugar in it. Um, spaghetti sauce. Mm-hmm. That's why those spaghetti sauce jars taste so good. Or taste so bad. Or it could be bad, but yeah. <laughs> the other one that people don't know, um, seasonings. Like go look at your taco seasoning. Go look oh, yeah. at your um, barbecue seasonings and things like that. Some of them do... To properly barbecue some meats, yes, you do need a little bit of sugar base. Yeah. And there's there's reasons and times for that glaze or that texture or that sweetness. And your teriyaki needs some sugar. Exactly. It's part of the recipe. But to that point, understand when it's going in there. If you just look at your taco seasoning pack and go, there's no sugar in here. And then you realize on the ingredients list, the second ingredient is sugar. It's problematic. Because mm-hmm. you weren't expecting it. Like... You know when you eat a gummy bear, it's got sugar in it. Like, okay, cool. Like, I knew this was that. But when I look at my taco seasoning, I don't expect it to have sugar in there when I drown my ground beef. And so now I'm like, well, crap. What did I just do there? Or people won't look at... I'll go back to your yogurt example. Mm -hmm. The difference between plain yogurt and fruit in yogurt... Mm -hmm. um, And I'm not saying the fruit you add to your yogurt. I'm saying literally in the yogurt is massive and then here's the 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 real rub in that yogurt has sugars from the milk used in it Mm -hmm. which is good you need that yeah those those break down that's where the you said lactose Mm -hmm. that that breaks down it's good for you you need those um it's the carbohydrate in there so it's not a bad thing the problem is then you go look at the fruit added and it's not the actual piece of fruit they put in there it's the sweetener or the taste flavorings that they put in there to make it taste like a blueberry mm-hmm. and preserve as a blueberry so it can sit on the shelf in the fridge for a month and then you eat it and it'd be okay. Whereas if you just took a plain yogurt, which would have possibly 20 grams less of sugar in yeah. a very small container of yogurt and then added 10 blueberries to it, you'd get more blueberries in there. You get a better blueberry taste in your yogurt and your sugar content would be less. Yeah. Plus your fiber content and the other pieces that go with sugar would be less. Absolutely. And all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, that's way better. So this is the, the, the trickiness of all of this and the like, the look, look a level deeper in it. Um, where was I going? Where was I going? Labels. Labels. So that's the biggest thing. And I I know Robin's going to talk this later. Um, so I'm, I'm red herring again, 
do you want to look at the difference between total sugars and added sugars yeah. in everything? Because just because something has sugar in it does not make it inherently bad. Exactly. Um, you know, we, we talk about fruits and veggies all the time. They have sugar in them. <laughs> yeah. They have sugar in them. Which is kind of the point. <laughs> exactly. Um, and that's not inherently bad. The problem is when then you go and you get, um, gosh, what's a good example of that? I'm trying to think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm trying to think of something candied, which seems obvious, but like, um, oh, how about the sweet potato casserole with the, all the maple syrup and the marshmallows? On no, it? I'm going to go something even more deceiving. Okay. We buy dried cranberries. Yes. There are two types of dried cranberries at Safeway. Okay. One is just organic dried cranberries. Okay. The other is sweetened. Yeah. Cranberries. If yeah, you look, those little things are tart. <laughs> well, if you go look at them and then you go look and you read, oh my goodness, you would be shocked at per serving, not even per container, per serving. I want to say it's 10 to 20 grams of added sugar. Yeah. Just to give you a sweeter dried fruit, which is already sweetened. Yeah. Um, they do that with dried bananas too and plantains sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And so you have to look at how that goes into things and what happens there. Because you could be like, oh my God, Ben, I'm eating a really healthy snack. I'm eating an alternative that's healthy for me and not realize you might as well have just eaten a handful of gummy bears. Well, yeah, like exactly. And dried fruit is a really good, like if you had a dried pineapple, I mean, it's one of the sweetest things I've ever eaten. Mm-hmm. It's so loaded with sugar and um, not just natural sugar. And it's like, yeah, well, that's great, but don't call it healthy. Like yeah. call it a dessert or a treat or whatever you want to call it, but don't say, oh, this is healthy. Yeah. And that goes with, they do that with healthy bars. They do that with Oh my God, the bars. Yeah, that's a really good example. These granola bars. Granola bars. They do that with... Um, like go on a hike and be healthy and have this granola bar. And it's just like, just eat a Snickers bar. Like, it's the same thing. Look at your um, milks. And I'm not talking cow's milk or goat's milk. I'm talking Well, the oat, dark almond, chocolate almond milk, which um, is one of the finest things I've ever drank. <laughs> but yeah, loaded the, with sugar. The creamers, things like that. Yeah, like, all of a sudden, you're like, wait a minute. I might be better off having the whole fat, um, heavy cream versus this. When you look at the caloric yeah. pull or just a teaspoon of sugar versus the 20 grams in a drop of the, you know, international delight, like exactly. just, just use the sugar because it's less than what you're putting in with that creamer. And it might feel better and process better to you. Yeah. This is the tricky part in all of these pieces that we want to watch for. All right. So, it's sneaky, so be aware. And then uh, what are some... Do you want to go pros or do you want to go cons first? I wish we had a, a life choices coin. I know. You need a You're life choices coin. You're just going to have to be it. Just, just, what, what do you want? The bad um, news or the good news? Let's go pros. Let's go pros. Let's go pros. Um, you need sugar to fuel. Yeah. Plain and simple. Um, you will see athletes do this on longer endurance events, things of that nature. You will hear Ben tell clients when they come into the gym, tired and mopey and going, it's this and that. And I go, how much water have you drank today? When was the last time you ate? And most of the time they drank enough water, they tell me. So I'm like, okay, I believe you. And then they will tell me they haven't eaten in four hours. And I'm like, well, that's why your body (laughs) has- your favorite. I had coffee. Yeah. (laughs) 
don't start there. Um, <laughs> and I go, that's why you feel tired right now. That's why you don't feel like you have energy. There's nothing in your salivary gland signaling to your body that there's fuel coming and telling you to go. So your body's like, oh, I don't know where to pull from. I'm going to pull from these stores, which is going to take more energy to break down, take more time. So you're not going to feel energetic. Mm -mm. So if you ever wonder why you can't hit the gas pedal in the gym, it might be you don't have a proper fuel to the gym. In the same vein there, if you ever wonder why you don't recover well enough, there might not be enough energy systems in you to recover from it. This is why you see the craziness, the Marshawn Lynch's, the DK Metcalf's, the pro football guys who have the best six packs you've ever seen in your life. And you go, oh yeah, but they eat candy every other day. I'm like, yeah, they're outside for four hours running around. They can, they can consume a 500 calorie bag of Skittles and be just fine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and oh, by the way, they're doing that just around fueling a event yes. and a thing. Um, and I'm not even going to say that far of intra-fueling and all of that with liquids and stuff. Yeah. But there is definitely some benefits to fast sugars being easily digestible to fuel your training and to fuel results in your training. So if you're not doing that, I would look heavily at that. And that's where sugar can be immense benefit. Like, And, and I'm not even saying anything crazy. Well, I might be saying something crazy because I'll say it right now. A regular Gatorade, which has got a ton of freaking sugar in it, if you look at it, might be a great pre-workout if you're nervous about your stomach. If you are nervous that you can't have fuel or food and you're like, Ben, I can't do that. Cool. Half an hour before, drink a Gatorade. And you might go, wow, Ben, I had energy in my fifth round to push through that workout. I'm like, yeah, because now your body's going, I have fuel. I have something I can convert. I can give you energy and go. And you also might not be as sore and tired the next day because now it kicks the recovery process off before you even step in the gym, which is what you really care about in that. Yeah. Cool. I think that covered most of the the upfront benefits of sugar. And the brain. The brain. Um, this is twofold. One, Robin talks the dopamines all the time. Yeah. I better said it as soul satisfying. Yeah. Um, a lot of events in our culture are based around desserts. You know, you look at pies around the holidays, cakes at birthdays ice cream in the summertime, you name it. These are treats to signify a special occasion. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's not in a, like, of course, it's like anything. If you were a former or recovering alcoholic, yeah, okay, don't go to the bar and drink beers. Yes. If that's where you're at with sugar, don't do that. But if you're like, Ben, I don't want to be the awkward, weird one at my family gathering cool, then just get a smaller portion and enjoy it. And really enjoy it. Yeah, no, this is, we're not talking about sitting in the dark, crying over a cake and just eating, going to town on it. But <laughs> We're not talking about Ben Stiller in Dodgeball at the end of the movie when the credits are rolling and he has all the fast food tubs around him and he's eating the biggest yeah. bowl of ice cream I've ever seen in my life and he makes Jabba the Hutt look small. Yeah. We're not talking that. None of you are that. None of you. No. Um... We're talking, have the dessert at your two-year-old's birthday party. 
And, and there's a lot, we did talk about dopamine. So there's natural dopamine foods and one of them is dark chocolate. Exactly. It will give you a little bit of the, the little bump. So how about it? And if you're worried about like, well, how do I, how do I balance this bump or how do I do this? Put fats with it. Yes. Put fibers so with good. it. That is why fruit is the way it is. It has a bunch of fiber yeah. and that sugar. And you're getting a lot of benefits. From exactly. Fruit. Yeah. And some from dark chocolate. Yes. And that's why dark chocolate is so beneficial too. Because yeah. it gives you that bump, but it also gives you, what's the other one? It Antioxidants. Gives you? Exactly. And then there's a num there's even something else that I'm not remembering. Oh, I know what you're saying. Too. Um, It's okay. It's okay. Um, We're not talking about that. We'll talk about that another time. Yeah. But anyway, that's, that's the benefit that you need. Yeah. And so... I, I don't think taking that away is a sustainable approach to success. No. This is when Robin always tells me, watch out for challenge culture and this and that. And I'm like, <laughs> this is it right here. It's that you're making a decision that is unsustainable. Yeah. Sometimes. And if you know that or you're willing to, this is, I've had this conversation with a couple of clients recently. For you to go from one point to another, you have to change and become that other point. So if that means not only like, Cutting sugar out is now like you're cutting it forever. I'm going to really look at you hard and go, do you really want to do that? And if you do, cool, fine. And you can, cool, fine. I applaud you. I, I am happy for you. But I'll also ask you, okay, what are you going to do when that comes up? And sometimes you're going to be like, I'm going to fuck up, Ben. Okay, cool. No problem. But also remember that glass of wine has a bunch of sugar in it. Your favorite old fashioned has a bunch of sugar in it. Like you start digging into this stuff and you go, oh, shit. So it's figuring out how to make this a sustainable approach. Maybe it's, we'll talk it later. I, we, I don't, I'm, giving, I'm, giving, I'm jumping. We're still on pros. Actually, let's segue into cons. So we talked about some great uses for sugar, including soul satisfaction, which mm -hmm. I really love that. Um, but then you could go a little too far and then you could get some pretty negative um, effects. And I think a lot of us know about these. There's been a lot of media coverage on the negative effects of sugar. So let's go over them quickly and not get too far into it. But um, you have quick crash. Quick crash. It's a quick fuel source. It's pouring motor oil, gasoline, lighter fluid on wood and burns up fast. Yep. So if you need something more sustaining, you probably want to think about that. So like for us, an hour long class, you're not going to get to that crash. But if you want to have ice cream cake at lunch and think you're going to work till 5 p.m. when you ate at noon, <laughs> I will meet you at three o'clock when you're asleep at your desk. Yeah, um, we all know that feeling. And those types of things. If you want, like this is why you'll also see endurance athletes talk about being fat adaptive and all that stuff. This is where we get into that. And like, Yes, you're going to want that, but be careful because you, you crash, you're, yeah. you're going to crash. And so it's just, it's just a mindfulness around that. It's like, oh yeah, okay. I'm going to have the sugar before I work out, but then I'm going to go make sure I, I have food right after. So I don't crash the rest Real of the day. Food, yeah. Yeah. So quick crash. Um, and then we have, um, it's very caloric, it's highly caloric. And, and, and you, you a lot said, of sugar sources are highly caloric without a lot of nutritious value to offset it. So you said a tablespoon is six grams of sugar? I believe that's true. Well, let's go with it. I, okay. I like it. <laughs> no, we don't need to research it. So real quickly, a tablespoon. And maybe it's a teaspoon. Who cares? Six grams of sugar, that's 24 calories. So very quickly, you're at 100 calories extra. 
if you would like to lose a pound. Four grams per teaspoon. Sorry. I had to look it up. So that's 16 calories per teaspoon. So you get to a tablespoon. Four grams per teaspoon. Oh, you just said that. 16. Woo. I'm fast. I'm fast with my math. Yeah. Um, So with a tablespoon, which is two teaspoons. Yeah. My baking skills remember me, right? You're at 30 calories at minimum. Yeah. Oh, by the way, that's a well-measured level tablespoon. Yeah. Not a heaping tablespoon (laughs) or the spoon you take at the coffee and you put in there and you another one, two, five, whatever. Um, So very quickly in... In quick succession, you are now at 100 calories. And you didn't even think about it. Yeah. And you didn't even get satiated from it. And you're in trouble. And so this is where, even better said, we'll go back to the dried cranberries that are really sweet. I could pop a handful of those in my mouth and not even blink. Yeah. Gummy bears, I can pop a handful in my mouth, not even blink. That's the problem. Yeah. Is they are so quick, so easily digestible. Your brain doesn't have time to go, oh, I just ate something and now I'm full. Yeah. So very quickly, the I'm going to just have a small cup of ice cream because I'm going to have the whole Ben and Jerry's carton of ice cream. Hell yeah. <laughs> Why even opening one of those things if you're not going to finish them? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So that is what we want to watch for. And that's... That's really what I would think September is to me is how do you get more aware of that? How do you become more cognizant of, oh shit, this is where it it sneaks up on me or, oh wow, I didn't know my spaghetti sauce label was not made of just tomatoes. It's sweet because I, there's three tablespoons of sugar in it. Yeah. And that's where people get themselves in trouble. It's not the actual like baking of the cake and things like that it's like oh it was hidden here didn't see it and boom now this calorie is way up here where they could have prevented that i see it all the time like salsa is a great sauce to put on foods that are bland if it's just regular old tomatoes onions chili chilies you know you made it at home Go look at your Tostitos and you're like, wait a minute, there's 20 extra grams of sugar here. Crap. That's where we get ourselves caught. So just just be aware. Yeah. Like that, if you were aware of that, boom, that's where you can watch the calories. And then I think this is, these are interconnected. Um, insulin resistance um, and inflammation. Um, so many health problems can be linked back to insulin resistance and then... Um, the resulting inflammation in your body. So over time, just really quickly, we've talked about this in other podcasts, but over, you know, your, your body, there's a sugar spike in your blood, your pancreas releases insulin. It comes and cleans it out. Well, over time, if you do that over and over and over again, um, you can, your cells can become resistant to that insulin. So then you need to pump even more out. Um, and that's where you get into problems with your I mean, everything from your brain health to your joint health, to your, um, heart health, to all of that, um, inflammation, right? So you got to be really careful with the sugar. Oversimplifying. I know. I love it. I'm going to add one little thing about inflammation. Yeah. We talk about how inflammation is good for building muscle. Right. Right. And we talk about that. The reason it's good for building muscle is it sends a signal to repair. The problem is, is if your signal to repair is blocked by 
additional inflammation based on the foods that you eat, you don't actually build the muscle. Yeah. You, you, you don't overcome the inflammation. So for those of you who have ever wondered, like, why you can't get out of an injury or things like that, and you haven't looked at what you're eating or sleeping, you might go, oh, this is why all of this hurts. Because the inflamed tendon, muscle, you name it, isn't actually getting a chance to bring down its inflammation because now you're adding inflammation to it. Mm-hmm. And it's not in a, oh, let me challenge the body with some dumbbells inflammation. It's a dark grim reaper of inflammation. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's what I think Robin is like even hitting harder first things. And you eat, it's the same thing with the people that are like, how come I'm eat, I'm trying, I'm eating less or I'm eating what I used to when I was 18, whatever. I'm not losing weight. Why am I not losing weight? Well, this is one of the biggest culprits is your body is acclimating to some pretty bad choices. And um, your body's a wonderful thing. But the, the good news is you can train it the other way too. Mm-hmm. Um, so not to be doomsy, but we're going to show you and give you some suggestions of how you can maybe manage your sugar intake and utilize it so that you don't have a lot of these cons and then you can take advantage of the pros. I love it. I mean, do you want me to start? Yeah. Do your challenge. Oh yes. So (laughs) I am going, this is, um, something that I am ready to take on. Um, and I don't like challenge culture as I call it, but I am going to challenge myself and anyone who wants to join me the month of September, I'm going to um, try to eliminate as much as possible added processed sugars. So stuff I really don't want to put in my body. So now I'm not, I'm going to continue eating my fruit. I'm going to continue fueling my workouts with really healthy carbs. Um, but I'm going to say no to cookies and cake and those kind of um, added sugars and pay even more attention to the the food label, the processed foods, and make sure I'm kind of keeping that to a minimum as well. And because I want, I'm really trying to focus on my hormones right now. So I got the cortisol and the insulin and the naked carb is the enemy, you guys. The naked carb is the enemy, especially unless you're using it to fuel yourself for some reason. Um, Be really aware of that. If if you're not going to do the sugar challenge with me and you're going to grab a couple cookies, maybe eat something else with it that's like protein or fat that's going to keep that spike from happening. You think that's a good challenge? You have yes. questions, concerns? Can I can yeah. I can I ping you and kind yeah, of question so to help people see the more of the challenge? Yeah. Um, okay. So this is me trying to get into Robin's challenge more, so you guys can steal ideas and yeah, go, yeah, "Ooh, yeah. I want to do this part. I don't want to do this part." Um, you talked about limiting added sugars. Yes. Okay. If your tomato sauce has added sugar on it, are you going to choose that one or are you going to do a different one? I'm just going to make my own. Perfect. Yeah. Um, I, I like to make my own anyway. Perfect. No, that's fine. Um, where does alcohol fit in that? <laughs> well, that's something I've been managing really well lately. So I'll just continue down that road. Um, yes, I will probably not eliminate alcohol 100%. Perfect. Perfect. Again, yeah. example for people. Okay, I won't cut out my alcohol. But, but if I do have a glass of wine, it's it will be at alcohol at all. It'll be a glass of red wine with food. 
perfect. See, this is what I want to get to yeah, the yeah, people. Yeah. And this is how you build a challenge for yourself. Um, because maybe Robin's like, Ooh, I'm going to go back to labels. Yeah. So you're like, I'm not going to do, I'm going to make my own salsas. I'm going to make my own things and that. Ben doesn't have time to do that. Right. So Ben's going to read his label and go, mm, that one has added sugar. I'm not eating it this month. Yeah. But also Ben's protein powder has added sugar in it. Yeah. So that's to you, Robin. Are you going to, does your protein powder have added sugar in it? No. Do you know? It has stevia. Cool. There you go. So she's going to substitute stevia where she can. Um, I think it's the scent stuff in there. The scent stuff has added sugar in it. It does? It does. Even the plant? I think so. I'd have to go double check. I haven't read in a while. And it might, I might be wrong. I might be completely wrong. Well, I will go read that label <laughs> and make a good decision. Um, sweets. Yeah, that's that's a no. Okay. I mean, if you want something sweet, I can eat fruit. Cool. I can, I'll probably have my Greek yogurt, you know, smoothie, but I won't put, okay. you know, um, plain yogurt, which is fine. I don't really like the flavored stuff anyway, so... Um, but yeah, nobody have a birthday in September because I can't have your cake. Um, I'm trying to think what else here. Do, do, do. Um, seven days a week? Hell yeah. Okay, perfect. So again, if you didn't want to do seven days a week, you guys could pick a day of the week. Absolutely. Yeah, there are definitely degrees to this, I would say. Um, let me think what else we could ask. Um, do, 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 do. What are you going to do when you fail a day? When I'm just gonna start again the next day, I guess. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. I'm not saying that you will. But... No, 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 no. It could <laughs> do it all the time. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. that's one thing I want to I want to help people with is like fail a day, get back on it. I think one of the biggest benefits of doing any kind of challenge, besides learning if you feel better or worse <laughs> at the end of it all, is thinking for for a second. Like instead of grabbing the handful of M and M's out of the bowl that's right in front of you, going, "Oh wait." Not, not, I can't do that right now. And thinking first. And I, that, I think that's a huge benefit of, of doing a challenge like that is to stop yourself for a second and go, oh yeah, I'm not doing that. And sure. then if I go, you know what? I know I'm doing this challenge, but I really want that piece of cheesecake and I'm going to take a hit. I'm going to take a mulligan. And then, uh, but then, yeah, then I'm going to have to come back next month and say, okay, this happened. Perfect. Yeah. Um, what am I missing here? How are you going to reflect or see change? I think I'm just going to go with feels. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go with feels. I'm going to see, like I, I said, I've, I just started a new coffee regime, regimen, sorry, not regime. <laughs> coffee is king, but regimen. And it's been really interesting, like checking in with myself every day. Like, how is that feeling? Am I feeling better? And it's the same thing. Like, um, and then I'll notice if, uh, the scale changes for sure. I'll be checking that. Um, and then workouts, okay. seeing how the workouts feel. Okay. And again, another benefit for challenges is like you're taking one variable, not trying to change everything all at once, taking one thing out and seeing if that affects you. It's a oh. better scientific method. Love it. Yeah. Um, if you want it, I'm going to add to Robin's feelings yeah um you could also reflect on this you could journal or you could track like this is the sugars i took in all those things i'm not yeah. saying robin has to do that but i am I'm giving options 
track portion. Perfect. But I do recommend, I know, um, shout out to Sharice because she said she would be interested in doing this with me. If you want to be my buddy in this, it would be cool to have accountability buddies and just like check in with each other and ask each other, like, do you drink tea? Do you put sugar in your tea? What are you going to do? Are you going to put honey in your tea? Like those kind of little things. Um, not to be a rule person, but I think it's fun to kind of talk about that stuff. Well, this, you stole my next question. Who's going to help you? Yeah. <laughs> so good. Okay. Robin's got to help. She's got a, a community or network to help her. Well, I definitely have Davis Ellis Rocky. He's definitely <laughs> always watching everything I do. I thought you weren't drinking. Nah, 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 nah. I thought you were not going to do that anymore. And so he's always a good Yeah, but you for. take him back to school this month. No, so no. Yo, it's you a, can't fall, end, you can't fall off the wagon the last right, week. The last week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Um... I'm trying to think. What am I missing? Well, let's go back. You said honey. Yeah. Um, in or out? I'm going to say in with the caveat that please don't put honey on everything because you're not eating sugar. It okay. still has the same effect in your body. Um, but if you wanted to make, like if I wanted to make a, like a little desserty kind of feel and I wanted to drizzle some honey on it, I would do it. Okay. So limiting honey, Definitely. but not e-limiting honey. Yeah. Okay. I mean, but if someone was trying to make really big, like body comp changes or something like that, I would say eliminate it. But I think it it's in the I think honey's in the bucket with fruit. Cool. Um, but again, you know, if you just go, oh, I'm just going to shove uh, honey in my pasta sauce now that I can't put sugar in it or whatever, I think that's probably missing the point. And I would put maple syrup in that same boat. Um, <laughs> I hate a, maple syrup. Agave syrup. Yeah. What's the other? sweetened syrup if there's some nutritional value to it i say go for it okay and i think there is some nutritional value to honey i don't think i think maple syrup is disgusting but, <laughs> it, um, it has some nutritional value yeah. but again these these again this is i'm looking at the variance of degrees and yeah. I'm, I'm poking into robin here yeah so, um because i think it'll help everybody else yeah, i think yeah. i think you could take you could do it exactly the way robin's doing you could do it 10 times more strict than the way yes, Robin's doing it. Yes, you definitely could. You could do it 10 times less strict than the way Robin's doing it. Like, yeah. for some of you, I go, Tuesday night dinner, no added sugars. Yeah, see, see how that goes. <laughs> yeah. It, like, for some of us, that's it. Or, um... I think a good one is breakfast. Exactly. I, I, you literally stole my example Sorry. from a client. No, stop stop reading my mind. I'm getting scared. <laughs> um, a client was a pastry fiend. Yeah. So I told them, I was like, no morning pastry. Yeah. That was their sugar intake. Yeah. It was always a sugary pastry. Yeah. It's delicious. And they're so good. Yeah, <laughs> um, so they cut that out and they're like, Ben, I've dropped five pounds, 10 pounds in this month. And I'm and like, ah. also starting with the first meal of the day. Now you've kind of delayed, if not eliminated that roller coaster ride with the sugar high and then, oh, I crashing. Now I need more sugar. And I mean, I, that was the first thing I did with my kids is I took cereal off the table in the mornings and it made such a difference. They'll tell you to this day, they'll be like, thank you for doing that. Because it just sent them on this, this roller coaster ride of crashing and then having to like, and your body, even a little kid will naturally seek out that sugar because your body knows what it needs. But if you start with eggs and, you know, uh, avocado and some like blueberries in the morning, now you're on a nice steady start. And you mm -hmm. at least that, that's the same thing with my coffee. Now my nutritionist, thank you for the referral, by the way, <laughs> is like, let's just take, we're not taking coffee away. Don't freak out, but let's wait an hour. Let's, and then it be, went to two hours. Let's wait two hours and then let's go half what you normally drink. 
instead of just taking it away mm -hmm. and it kind of eased me into it. So yeah. those are kind of some tricks you can do too. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and if you eat pastries or eat cereal for breakfast, that's a really good place to start. That one, um, I will also say when you start your day with that, it increases the cravings throughout the rest of your day. Yeah. It puts a sweetened palate and your palate adapts and changes to that for the day. So even just even going, I'm going to drink water and have something, um, I'm going to eat a piece of meat. I'm going to have an egg. Then having the sweetened dessert actually helps too. Yeah. It's, it's, it's that like problematic. And then you don't have the sugar spike because you've eaten that protein and fat. Exactly. Um, and drink water and drink water. Uh, another one I'll add there is drinks. Like we talked alcohol, but Oh, juice, yeah. um, Gatorade, sports drinks, electrolyte drinks. I know I talk all about those, but be careful. Those have a, if you have the wrong electrolyte mix, you have more sugar than you do actual electrolytes. Yeah. Because it, it, it helps. It gives an instant, uh, precursor to what the electrolytes do in the long term, which is problematic. <laughs> so be careful there. Juice is off the table for the challenge. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I will say, if you are a juice person, squeeze it yourself. Yeah. That can help. It's still not fantastic, no. but it can help. Um, do, 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 do. What else? And then soda, of course. If you're a soda fiend. Um, I know and that's not even yours. if you just have, but if you, let's say you are a soda fiend, and let's say you have three sodas a day, like try having one soda or two. Like meet yourself where you are. But it, it is a good time of the year to uh, reduce your sugar intake, especially leading into the holidays. Mm -hmm. Like I did a no sugar in December once Ooh. and it was super strict, like a hundred percent, no honey, no sweeteners, no nothing. It was crazy. And then my friend was so excited at the end. So New Year's Day, she brought me a pan of her homemade cinnamon buns <laughs> and I ate them. And then I felt like I was on crack mm -hmm. i was losing my shit mm -hmm. it was really an eye-opener mm -hmm. and and it was the hardest month which is why i picked it but september's not hard come on guys nothing's happening in September, and it only has 30 days yep cool so it's a good I good time to try something new exactly and i think this gives your answers robin give people so many different opportunities to build out their own plan and challenge to it oh one more tip about the palette spicy it kind of gets uh, is the op it, i don't know it kind of what is the word i want it contradicts the sugar it's the wrong word but anyway it kind of offsets it so if you like spicy food or even if you don't try adding a little spice to your food it'll take those cravings down do i know the science behind it no but i know it works for me so eat some some curry you know you won't crave as much sweets okay yeah cool. contradicting Oh, cool. Words so, are hard. So I think that that gives us the. What are you gonna do? Um, I hadn't thought this one through. Um, twofold. One, I'm not gonna buy any sweets in um September because I have enough in my house, <laughs> so I won't buy any more. Um, which will help. Your sweet cabinet. Sweet cabinet. Um, the second thing I've been experimenting with is 
um, one of the food prep companies I have, they do protein balls, which is like honey, almonds, and then they mix in like chocolate chips or like, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I really like, they call them the monster protein balls. It's like M&Ms, like a monster cookie. Okay. Um, so for them, it's like, um, you get protein, you get fats, and then you get the sweet taste. So that's my like offset to my sweet tooth when I have it. Got it. So that's my, that's what I'm going to try and do is stick to that instead of um, fighting through all the other sugar pieces parts um, with that. You made me think of another tip. Don't buy it. Yeah. Don't have it in your house. Don't have it in your house. Um, if you have to go get, if you need ice cream, you have to get in the car and go get it at an ice cream place instead of like having it in your freezer. Mm-hmm. It, that helps too. Mm-hmm. And for me, the problem is with most of my added sugars, they're supportive to training, like my protein. I like the kill cliffs, like things like that, like those types of things. So, and those are, but those are also a little less caloric. Um, so. and, and, and I would say you don't need to challenge yourself to eliminate those because they're actually a pro. For me. Yeah. Um, and then I'm already trying to track calories again and do all that stuff. So adding in an extra sugar piece would be very challenging for me. Okay. So that, that's where I'm saying, I, I'm not going to push into a heavy sugar thing. Got it. Um, but I'm, I'm already reading labels. It's funny thinking you'd laugh at me in the grocery store. Like, ah, put it back. <laughs> put it back. Yeah, yeah. Like I am, I'm. I'm tra- that's how I noticed the cranberries. Like it was like, wait, why is? Oh, <laughs> that's a good habit to get into. Is yeah. know, knowing what's in there, and, and we have a government that requires it, so we're kind of lucky. Like everything needs a label. Yeah, well, and you can even like just see it on the box. Like it'll go sweetened versus unsweetened. Like boom, that should tell you whether or not it has added sugar in it before you even read the label. Do you ever look at the juices? Um, no. they they've gotten so like. They're so funny because you want the 100% juice, right? Well, now they all say 100% vitamin C. (laughs) (laughs) So you think and you have, that's another thing about reading labels. Like uh, my favorite, you you mentioned gummy bears multiple times and they're Mm -hmm. friends of yours, but (laughs) gluten-free on the gummy bear package. Do you see those? Oh yeah. They're just like laughing. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Read your labels. Read your labels. Um, So that's mine is I'm going to. I'm going to keep cognizant of it and just try and keep on my keep it on. Got it. Because um, otherwise, yeah, that's about that's that's where my my sugar comes from is it's late night snacking. So going to hope those protein balls are a better alternative to late night snacking. You need a lot of balls. They're actually pretty great because I think they come in a serving of four mm-hmm. and you only need two really to eat. And you're like sweet tooth craving Good. satisfied so most people are satisfied probably with one me it's two um so it's i will have to look and see i'm super into that beam stuff to go to sleep at night they'll beam hot chocolate let's make sure that doesn't have too much sugar in it i bet you it has added sugar in it i'll have to look because yeah. i know abby gave it to me yeah so it might not might not but that's the these are the things you have to start peeling back and then just be when you're cognizant of that, that supports your challenge. Absolutely. Like like Robin just said, well, okay, I don't want to give up the beam even though it has five grams of added sugar. Okay, cool. This is where I draw the line. Yeah. And it's still a good challenge. Like that's what people need to understand about challenge culture is like find the find the key log 
for the analogy. Find the log that pulls it and lets all the other logs free. And that's that's what you need to do. You don't need to make it overly harsh and then realize, oh, no, this isn't going to work. Well, it's like when you lift, like challenge yourself with weight. That doesn't mean if you have a 100-pound and 100 pound box squat, you shouldn't be putting 200 pounds on the bar. You should be putting 110 on the bar to try to challenge yourself, right? Yeah. So it's the same idea. Or last night's workout. People definitely could have front squatted heavier. Um, and I told a lot of people go lighter and they're like, Ben, that was way more uncomfortable because it made me go fast and unbroken. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yep. So that's the whole like key here sometimes is it's like, oh, I don't need to make this harder. I need to make this simpler and execute. And that can sometimes be even way more beneficial. Yeah. Cool. Cool. I think we covered sugar <laughs> and all the things. Sweet. So <laughs> sweet and find your challenge this month. Make that work for you. Good luck. And let us know what you actually do for a challenge. Yeah, we want to hear it. And if you're joining Robin's uh, (laughs) anti-sugar movement. (laughs) We need a t-shirt. Yes. The (laughs) anti-sugar movement. um, Good luck to you. I think you all will do great. And I will be here to help and support like I always. Yep. Cool. Bye, gang. Bye.